Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Ask a Wizard. How's it going? My hair is crazy today. All right, let's check this out. I'm trying something out here. I think I can update this stuff way faster and I can see your guys' comments better by just having this little my laptop set up here. Do 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 do. Gosh, that one hair so annoying. Went swimming and it's just it's just wrecked it. Just just an absolute wreck, I'm telling you. All right, this is working, guys. This is this is pretty cool stuff. Okay. Um. I don't know. Uh. Okay. How do I comment, though? This is a little bit of experimental, guys. I'm, I'm learning how to operate our new tech here. Feels so official. All right. Hey. Oh, oh, that does not work at all. Okay. Well, we're gonna go back to the phone since that's not working. But, but it's kind of, kind of cool. It's a, it's a good concept. We're getting somewhere. PayPal. Dot me. Forward slash ask a wizard. Do, 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 do. Mr. Moneybags, where are you? There you are. Hey, how's it going, Wise Owl? Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's going well. It's going great. It's going amazing. Today is an experimental stream. I'm trying to get this tech stuff figured out. Um, but I want to disconnect the Wi Fi from there so we don't suck up Wi Fi. Um, and yeah, so sorry for that rough start, but we got the PayPal in there. I'm um, doing well, wise out. And if you'd like to get a three card reading, everybody, oh, you know what to do. Come in, share the stream. Let's get, I don't know, 6,000 shares. Let's go for 6,000 shares today. We want to get eyeballs up in here. And when you share this stream, I will give you a three card reading. When you get a three card reading, uh, it's pretty awesome, actually. You uh, get a reading for free and you help me get some eyeballs in here to do a show. Now, what is a wizard reading? Well, it's quite simple. I have studied archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion, and I've used this deck of cards as a memory palace. So what I do is when I have these cards, they remind me of the information I have from the philosophers. You bring your individual problem and I say, have you considered it from this perspective? What about this perspective? How about this one? And that's all a wizard reading is. It's a logos-based reading. And we have a really awesome topic that we're going to be covering today. As you know, in the middle of my streams, I follow the traditional model of Socrates and Plato. I teach, I find and learn a piece of wisdom that I think will be beneficial and help you guys out. And then I teach that in the middle of my streams. And then at the end of the streams, you can go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard and pay whatever you think the advice was worth. And that helps me to uh, support this stream. And it helps me know if I'm giving you guys good advice and to get better at my craft. And of course, you can always get a paid archetypical reading by going to paypal.me forward slash askawizard and paying whatever you think a reading is worth. And that will get you a reading. So uh, want a free reading? Share the stream. Go on in there, share the stream, get it shared out, and you will get a three-card reading today. And that's the rules. That's how it works. That is it. I'm going to read an Aesop's Fable while we wait for some shares to come in. 
and uh, let me know in the comments below if you would like a three-card reading today. Oh, oh, we're here. All right. Ooh. It's a hefty boy. It's a hefty boy. Let's wait. Let's wait. We'll wait for the end of the stream for that one. That one's long. That's too long. We're not going to. It'll take like a... It'll take like five minutes. <laughs> so if you'd like to get a three-card reading, make sure you share the stream right now, and that will get share next to your name and qualify you for the three-card reading. Now, in the middle of today's stream, I am going to be helping you out. If you are the kind of person who finds yourself getting self-help info and you're not really seeing the results in terms of your happiness... The good news is you're not alone. <laughs> like I said, I don't know if that's good news or not, but uh, it is a $10 billion market. Uh, this is an industry that has a lot of money being spent, a lot of people buying these kinds of materials, these kinds of books for self-help. However, uh, skyrocketing rates of self-reported unhappiness is what the government is telling us. So people are less happy, but our industry for self-help for happiness continues to grow. Google leaves me with more questions than answers. Exactly. So we have people who are less happy despite spending more money on trying to attain happiness. And the reason for this is they're missing a crucial key. And so in today's stream, in the middle of it, I'll be teaching you a core category error that people are making, and it's going to save you potentially thousands of dollars if you're buying self-help uh, content, courses, training, things of that nature, and it's not going to make the existing self-help content you have irrelevant. Um, it's basically, it's a category error. So... From studying Aristotle's categories, you've learned how to think in the proper category of things, and I believe that I've discovered a new way of looking at happiness that's going to be very beneficial for you. I've experimented it with myself and a few of my clients, and they have seen positive results. So uh, today's stream is going to cover that for you, and if you think that wisdom is valuable at the end, go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard and pay whatever you think that wisdom is worth. So with that all being said, let's get some free readings going. Do we have anyone who wants a three-card reading? Hey, Sophia, how's it going? Welcome, 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 Sophia. Share us to, I don't know, 16 to 26,000 places. Something like that, Sophia. Let's see if we can get, I don't know, let's, let's lowball it. 150,000 eyeballs. What do you think, Sophia? You got it in you? 100,000 eyeballs? Let's go. <laughs> How are you doing? Would you like to get a three-card reading? We're ready to go. We got this. While we wait, we can uh, do a <clears throat> brief analysis on a card. And, oh, of course. I forgot to include that in my script. Um, we've got the show notes here, and we don't have anything that says to tell you guys about the general advice for the day. So let's, let's get some general advice. This is going to be wisdom that you can uh, just, like, what's coming around? What are the forces at play? What should we be aware of for tomorrow? So Sophia says, yes. All right, Sophia, well, you do have to share the stream if you want to get the three-card reading. It's a paid reading, but you get it for free when you share the stream. So let me know when you've shared and what you'd like the reading about. Uh, so the general advice is basically um, what to expect tomorrow, what kind of things might be in the air, what should you be aware of. That's what we're looking for here. So let's take a look. Interesting. Okay, okay. 
So tomorrow, we, the things that we want to be aware of that are at play, these are not things that are so much uh, for us amongst the people you're around. And there goes the internet. Dang it. Well, hopefully it comes back. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> the internet went out. Uh, so where we last left off, it was about the Six of Wands. This is a grind for spirituality, so be aware that there's going to be probably tensions high, a little bit more anxiety than uh, usual, so just be aware that that's at play. However, the Seven of Hearts is showing that people's family bonds are going to be up and running, so you're going to be able to rely on your family and friends for comfort in this time. And, of course, the Nine of Hearts popping off here with the Nine of Hearts saying a attainment of emotional uh, stability. So this is saying that this time, while a little bit anxious on the external, on the, on the big picture, worrying about what's the future hold, uh, which is where that six is popping up. The nine of hearts is telling us, hey, this time with our family is actually very beneficial and going to help us grow in our relationships with them. So uh, in the end, very positive results seeing here and uh, good to see that coming up. So with that being said, that's the general reading we have for you guys. Just be aware that that is at play. And Sophia, you said you wanted to get a three card reading. Let me know in the comments below. What would you like a reading regarding? And we'll get it started right away. What does Sophia want to know? Let me know in the comments below. How have you been doing, Wise Owl? You said Google's leaving you with more questions than answers. What is it that you need answers to? Uh, is there something that you're trying to find out? Is it in particular to the self-help stuff? Because let me tell you, it's um, from what I can see, self-help uh, information isn't bad. It's that the tools of the self-help aren't used correctly. There are some bad ones out there, and I'm sure that um, my my particular taste for that kind of information is a bit more, um, what would you call it, refined because of my studying of philosophy and things of that nature. Um, hey, Monica, how's it going? Would you like to get a reading, Monica? Share the stream. Help us get to 60,000 eyeballs today. I'm going for a humble goal of 60,000 eyeballs. And you can help me do that, Monica, by sharing this stream right now. I know you got a lot of friends, a ton of friends. You probably have a billion friends. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Monica, there's like one share, and it's just like it breaks the screen. The, the little eyeball counter just goes... <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, Monica, if you're new here, basically the rules are pretty simple. You just do a, uh, share to get a three-card reading for free. Awesome. Monica says, yes. Looking for a new job. All right, Sophia, let's go. Let's get this reading going for Sophia. And Monica, make sure you share the stream to get the three-card reading. You gotta share the stream, and I have the computer now. Uh, so make sure that you've shared the stream, and then I will know, and you get the three-card reading for free. All right, Sophia, let's get your reading going here. Sophia is looking for information on what can she do to help herself on her job search. Let's find out. Who would be helpful for Sophia? Hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got two people, I'm thinking Dale Carnegie and Napoleon Hill are going to be very beneficial for you. I highly recommend checking out their books. Um, let me grab it for you. Ooh. Doo -doo -doo. 
Do -do. This is uh, Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill. And definitely check out, uh, this is his book on public speaking. I don't think this is the right book for you, but this is the right author, Dale Carnegie. Uh, check out the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People um, by Dale Carnegie. Those two books are going to be really beneficial for you, Sophia. So that's where I would start out in terms of literature. Now let's get to the readings. What insights can we get from these thinkers? Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow, Sophia. Looking interesting indeed. Whew. All right. Let's focus here. And what wisdom do they have for you today, Sophia? Hmm. She's interested in information on her job search. So we're seeing the nine of hearts here showing up. So the nine of hearts is about an attainment of emotion. So this is showing up the past here. So what this is saying is in the current situation you're at, you're looking into the past and you're seeing this old version of yourself and saying, wow, I used to be so happy. And then I'm looking at where I'm at now and I'm not happy. And and that's causing a bit of conflict and stress with you. You're, you're, you're feeling that anxiety. Um, this might be reflecting on a time when you did have a job or where things were just less stressful. And so we're kind of having that baggage here right now that's really hanging us up. And it's important for us in this time to not so much fixate on that positive experience in the past. There's nothing wrong with it, of course. Um, however, what we don't want to do is think about that is the past that will, and we'll never get there again, and we've lost everything. We, we don't want that. And we also don't want to go backwards in time. We're not going to go and recreate the joys of the past. What we need to do instead is take where we're at now and think, how can I make something new and better of where I am at this current state? So we, we don't want to latch on to the past uh, while there are great memories back there and painful ones as well. But instead, let's think about where we're at now and how we can grow from where we're at into something even better. So that would be the first step that I would recommend for you, Sophia. Now, looking into the present here, we see the four of diamonds. So this is that stagnation with finances, um, basically feeling like we're kind of stable right now. Things aren't moving anywhere. We're trying to get going and we're trying to find a job. Let me just uh, turn this on real quick. Oh. Yep, yeah, I think that helps the internet a bit. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, so the Four of Diamonds is about stability, stagnation. We're not feeling like we're doing with getting a job. So what would be the advice that uh, you would get from the philosophers? Who? What would their suggestion be? Well, first, you want to go and make sure that you find a skill set that is valuable and is in demand. So what is a valuable skill? Well, a valuable skill is pretty easy to identify. All you need to do is focus on learning something that is difficult to do, that people don't like to do, and is uh, either saving people money or making people money. If you can master one of those skills like that and get in the top 10%, and when I say top 10%, that doesn't sound incredibly, that might sound incredibly uh, intense, but keep in mind, uh, in a skill set, the top 0.01% make up most of the market. So the top 10% isn't actually that hard to achieve. Um, for example, you might think, how many people uh, can speak French? And to be in the top 10% of people who can speak French in the world, so you take the world, that's 7 billion people, well, it's all right, so the people in France can speak French. Well, that's only like, what, 1%, 2% of the population of the earth? 
So you're, you're already finding how it's not too hard to reach the 10% mark by just simply practicing and committing to a good training regimen for maybe six to 12 months. So that's the first step. And that's more of a long-term goal. So what is the short-term? What do you do now? Well, the short-term is pretty simple. Um, very, it's routine and consistency. Apply to 10 jobs a day, five days a week, and make sure that you're applying for jobs that you're qualified for and can do. And make sure that your resume is uh, aligned with the jobs you're applying for, and then do that. Just 10 resumes a day, five days a week, until you get a job. If you do that consistently net and just follow up with them, you're going to start getting interviews. That's a systematic approach. You can start applying right now that's going to start getting the lead flow going in. It sucks. It takes time. It's super annoying. You have to fill out these things. Most of them are going to reject you. It doesn't matter. Ignore all that. Just submit those resumes. Get them out while building the valuable skills. Now, if you are in the situation where you're like, okay, I have no... I have no um, Experience. I have no way to prove that I can do the skills that I want to do. Um, this is a common mistake. Most people make the mistake of going to college. That's a terrible idea. Don't go to college. It's a bad thing to do. It's a scam. Don't go to college. Uh, instead, what you do is you build projects. So if you want to show that you're skilled in graphic design, for example, design something with graphic design <laughs> and just start doing that. Post it on Instagram, post it on your website. And that is your demonstration of the that you have. You don't, a degree doesn't show that you can do something. Your ability to do something shows that you can do something. And if nobody's willing to give you the opportunity to show that you can do something, make something that demonstrates that you can do what you can do. It's about as simple as that. So that's the approach that I would take now in the present. Finally, walking into the future here, we've got the Six of Diamonds. So the Six of Diamonds is about a grind related to finance. This is a difficult, um, the future here is saying that this is going to be a grind. This is going to be hard. These things aren't going to just fix themselves. We have to put in the work, Sophia. That is the secret. That's the trick. That's what's going to make this work is we have to be consistently sending out those resumes, building our skills, networking, and it can't just be a one-week thing. It can't be a two-week thing. We need to keep doing this until we attain the income level and the job that we want. We can't just, we can't just be joking around here, okay? We can't just go send out two resumes, sit on our butt, and say, nothing's coming in. I don't got any jobs. Well, yeah, you're not because you're not reaching out. You got to let people know that you're available and looking for jobs and it's going to be a grind, it's going to be boring, it's going to suck, but this is your new job. When you don't have a job, your job is finding a job. This is your new job. Nine to five, clock in, clock out, wear your work clothes, keep your work routine. You don't want to lose that work routine. Work routine, this, and apply this system. If you do that, you're going to start seeing success. All right, Sophia, that is the recommendation I have for you today to help you with your job. And I think you're going to find a lot of benefits from that. So uh, let me know in the comments below if that gave you the insight you're looking for, Sophia. I'd love to hear it. And let me know in the comments below if you enjoyed. Hey, Derek, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, Monica, you're up next, Monica. Your turn to get a reading. What would you like a reading about, Monica? And if you'd like to get a three-card reading like Monica is about to receive and like Sophia just got, 
all you have to do is share this stream. It helps me out a ton, guys. When you share this stream, we get more eyeballs in here, which means I get to give more people readings. And in exchange, you get a paid reading for free. And I give you that paid reading because it really means a lot when you share the stream because it helps me grow and it helps me give more readings to more people and spread more wisdom to the world. And today is a really great stream to share with your friends that are into self-help. If you've got a friend, tag them in here where they're reading lots of self-help, consuming a lot of content, maybe spending a little bit of money, going to conferences, but not really seeing the results. Today's stream is going to be a great stream for them to come into because this is gonna give them the information that they're looking for that's going to show them why those things that they're buying aren't producing the results. The information isn't the problem, it's their categories in their brain and we're going to teach you the correct way to view those things so that you can get the value you need from that work. All right, Sophia says, okay, cool, thanks. No problem, Sophia. I'm glad that that was helpful for you. Monica says, you see my ex coming back. Uh, Monica, again, I uh, do not predict the future. I'm not a psychic. I am a wizard. I specialize in archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion. I do not predict the future. Um, however, uh, what I can do is give you advice regarding, uh, for example, what are the behaviors that are in control for you? What are things that you can control in your own environment outside of the things that are not controllable? Because we can't control other people and we can't control the future and that's not our role in life. We can't do that. What we can do is control ourselves and the actions that we take. So for example, if you're concerned with that situation, what you would wanna focus on is improving yourself so that you're so valuable that uh, you don't have to worry about that kind of thing because other people will come to you. Hey, bye internet. If you're not getting the results you're looking for, man, Facebook is nuking us today. Ugh, it's rough. Um, what you do is you update and you optimize, you improve, and that's how you do it, you grow. So that's how this works. Let, would that be uh, beneficial for you, Monica? Do you wanna get some uh, practical insight that you can take action on today? Let me know in the comments below. Thank you very much, Amanda. I appreciate that. Fighting the Facebook war. Today has been a rough one. They are cutting the stream out. They're being tough, but it's going to be a good stream. Uh, because today we're teaching people how they can actually uh, benefit from the self-help information that they may be buying and consuming and watching, and they're not getting the results. I'm going to be teaching them the reason why that is and how to fix it in the middle of today's stream. So if you've got some friends who are interested in that, feel free to tag them in. And Amanda, you will be getting the reading next after Monica. Do -do 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 -do. And you can get a three-card reading for free by sharing this stream. Let's get Monica's reading going. All right, so we're starting out with you at the six of spades. So right now we're at this point where we're struggling and we're grinding with, what did I do wrong? I, what did, how... Did I think the wrong, did I say the wrong thing? Um, am, am I worth anything? Am I good? And you've got these cycling negative thoughts in your head that are just going and going and going. And we need to get out of that pattern here because the six of spades is telling us that we're just grinding, man. We're just going and going and going. Now, who's the philosopher that you need advice from right now? I'm thinking it's, I think it's Marcus Aurelius. I'm thinking Aurelius is going to be beneficial in this situation. So let's go with that. Oh, Monica. Yeah, I'm seeing this running ahead. It's just a, what did I do wrong? What can I have done differently? Uh, what? Why am I the problem? And mistake, and mistake, and mistake. And just, let's relax. 
relax and think this through. What is in our control, Monica? What can we do that we control, that we have power over? We can't control other people. That's not what we do. We control ourselves. So how do we improve ourselves? We've got the King of Wands. The King of Wands is about the knowledge of the spiritual. This is being aware of who we are. We are not valuable because of other people. Other people don't make us valuable. You are valuable because you have a soul inside of you. That's why you're valuable. And no one can take that away from you at all. That's why you're valuable. You, you ask yourself, am I worthless? Do I suck? All these negative crap in your head. Get it out of here, Monica. No, 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 no. You have a soul. You're a human being. Your life has value. Accept it. Get over it. That's the facts, all right? Everyone wants to say that's not true. It's true. That's, that's the reality of the situation. And you can't run away from that. And I know that's a scary thought because once you accept that you have value, now things get scary because now if you have value and you have agency in this world, well, my goodness, Monica, now you, now you have to start making decisions to control your own happiness, don't you? And that's where we're going to lead you into right now. Thank you very much, Sally, for the share. I appreciate it the three of wands so the three of wands says this is a time where we really need to grow spiritually we need to really get some self grow our self-confidence our self-worth our self-value we need to get some self-knowledge coming in here monica we really need to get the wisdom of ourself we need to stop thinking about other people or ourselves in relationship to other people and start thinking what do i like what do i want um, who am I looking for in my life? What is the value that I want to bring to the world? And these are the kinds of questions you get from self-knowledge. A great place to start with this would be the 16 personalities. It's a free personality test. It's limited in some ways, but it, I mean, it's free. Um, it doesn't really capture the imagination in the way that I'd like. However, it is a great test that will give you some insights on your self-knowledge. So I would check that out if you Google 16 personalities on Google, it'll come right up to the top. And that's going to give you a lot of wisdom that I think you'll find very beneficial, Monica. Hey, Naomi, welcome. Welcome, Naomi. Now, finally, Monica, the third piece of information we have here is the nine of diamonds. What this is saying is right now is an important time to focus on our health and attaining quality health. And that doesn't just mean following some crazy diet, Okay. And I think I'm getting the impression that's where your brain immediately goes to. And I don't want that to happen. That's my intuitive feeling here. This is about eating healthy, eating things that promote health and well-being. This is about cutting out poisons. And that's, you know, you know alcohol, uh, drugs, um, you know, excessive caffeine, fatty foods, fast food, crappy, you know, candies. That's... We don't, you're putting junk into you, okay? And that's not just food. That's also what you drink, what you hear, what you see. If you're watching a bunch of negativity, you're listening to a bunch of negativity, and you're eating a bunch of crap food, of course you're going to feel like crap. And if you're not sleeping well, that's another factor. So you, we want to get that in order here, okay? So the, the big overarching things that we want to take action on here is growing our self-confidence, improving our health and the king of wands 
representing gaining that knowledge that you are valuable because you are a human being. Your life has value because you are a human. Let's grow that self-confidence from that seed of reality and start, how do we grow our self-confidence? By doing things in the objective world that you can look back on and say, I did that thing, that's why I have confidence in myself. I used to, um, <laughs> and obviously this isn't directed towards you, this is just a general analogy I'm coming up with. Um, yeah, I used to eat an unhealthy breakfast every morning. I used to eat a donut every morning, and now I eat a fresh omelet. That could be an example of something. Why am I worth anything? Well, I used to eat like crap, and now I eat a little bit better in the morning. That's an example of a first step towards building some self-confidence and self-worth. And then, of course, wrapping that up with the focus here on your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, and your self-confidence. If you choose to take action on these things, Monica, the transformation you can expect is from that six of spades into the ten of spades. The completion of this crazy thought patterns of emotion, you're going to give yourself some guidance and some objectives to move towards and improve on, and that is going to be much more beneficial for you than worrying about thing, the unknown, worrying about things that are outside your control. This is gonna improve your overall well-being, your, your feelings for yourself, and this is gonna make you a more happy person, and it's gonna be very appealing to other people as well. This isn't just a, well, now you feel great about yourself. Uh, people who feel great about themselves and treat themselves well and with respect tend to attract better people. So this would be the approach I would recommend um, based on my understanding of Marcus Aurelius and your current problem. And that is the reading I have for you today, Monica. I hope that gave you some wisdom. I hope that was beneficial. Let me know in the comments below if it helped you out. I'd love to hear. Let me know below, Monica. <laughs> do, 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 Amanda you shared that means you get a three card reading today amanda what would you like a reading regarding amanda let me know let me know what you'd like a reading about amanda and we'll get started sally hi shared thank you very much sally you're getting a reading too and i believe i said hello to you naomi but no problem with saying hello twice welcome 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 naomi have a how are you doing today oh amanda you have a reading it's time to get your reading so let me know what you like a reading about and then after we do amanda's reading today is a really great stream to be sharing with your friends if you have friends that are into self-help they're spending a lot of money on courses and content and books and you know, seminars this is the stream to tag them in because the reason they're not getting the benefits for it. Reading. Yes, Sally. When you share this stream, I do a wizard reading for you for free. Um, if you want one, you don't have to. But the reading is what I just did right now for uh, Monica. And what it is is I've memorized archetypical stories, philosophy, magic, and illusion. And I've used this deck as a memory palace to remember it. So what happens is... You tell me your personal problem, and then I say, have you considered your problem from this perspective? What about this perspective? How about, oh, or drop it, this perspective, or this perspective, and so on and so forth, and give you a little bit of insights, and that's how the wizard reading works. 
It's like a psychic reading, except it works. It's based on philosophy and truth and logos rather than spirits and angels and demons and any of that stuff. I don't mess around with that. Not interested in those things. I only communicate with, or communicate, I only commune with one spirit, and that's the Holy Spirit. That's because I'm a Christian. Sally says, yes! Yes! <laughs> Thank you, Sally. I appreciate the enthusiasm. All right, but uh, first off, we're going to do Amanda. Amanda is first. She shared before you, Sally, and that is the rules of linear progression in this timeline that we live in. Amanda's looking for a general reading. Let me show you, Sally, what a general reading looks like. And then you can think if you'd like to give a specific problem you'd like insights on. Do, 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 do. Amanda, what do you need to know? Ooh, Amanda. Looking pretty good, Amanda. I'm seeing some happy, happy times actually here. This is good stuff, good stuff. Okay. So Amanda, starting off in the past here, we got the uh, Queen of Wands. Now, what is, let's pop off with a little Socrates. Socrates never did no one no wrong. All right, so the Queen of Wands is about the knowledge of the spiritual. This is about, or I'm sorry, patience with the spirit. So this is saying that in the past, you were a principled woman, you knew what you wanted and believed in and held strong to your principles. Now, this isn't so much like the Queen of Spades where you knew how to, like your thoughts specifically that you were very principled about. This is more about the big picture things. This is the, I know what I will die for. I know what I believe in and I will not tolerate this kind of nonsense in my life. And I really like this kind of thing in my life. And so you knew that at the core what you're looking for and because of that, you're actually in a very powerful position for building beneficial relationships and really powerful connections with people in a romantic sense, but also in a non-romantic sense, in a plutonic sense. So this is a really powerful position to be seeing in the past because this really sets the groundwork to build a lot of powerful things uh, in your life. So let's walk right on in to the present and see what that leaves us at right now. So the present that we're in right now is the Ace of Diamonds. So the Ace of Diamonds is about starting new physical things. So this could be a brand new relationship. Um, this could be a friendship that turned into a romantic relationship, but it also can relate to the material sense. So this could be starting a new business. This could be bringing finance into the world. This is about the material world and a brand new thing coming out. Now it's important to know that this is new. This is really new. And so right now might be some tensions are high. Is this the right thing? Is this going to work? Is this real? And th there's a good chance that maybe it isn't. That that's possible. And when At the start, that's when things are the most vulnerable because you're just starting out. Let's not get too attached to the outcome of this emotionally. And instead, let's focus on the growth and the learning process and just going with it because you know what you will and won't tolerate. So because you have these strong principles, as long as whatever this is doesn't violate those principles, then why not learn from it and grow from it? Obviously, don't go into crazy debt. Don't go and, uh, and make rash, life-altering decisions. But this is a time where you can kind of experiment and try something new and see where it takes you and what you learn. Amanda says, I have been indecisive about 
if nursing school is the right field for me. I don't know, Amanda. That's tough. That's tough. Nursing school is tough because that's a lot of... I, I'm not familiar with uh, nursing school specifically, but um, if that's college education, college is a scam. That's that's a objective fact. So if there's any way you can get the certification without going to college, do that because uh, the college system is... 100% a financial scam. I, I cannot emphasize not going to college enough. That's a that's a bad place to go. Uh, it sucks. It used to be great, but it is a scam now. What they're doing is um, the same thing that they did with the housing market in 2008. They're doing with student loans. You, you don't want to be involved with that. It's it's bad. Hi, am I too late for reading? Of course not, Kali. We haven't even hit the second round yet. We haven't even done our lecture yet, Kali. That's how, that's how early you are. Good job, Kali. Um, so I would recommend avoiding college if you can, uh, finding a way to work around it, see if there's any ways you can do it without going to college because there's just no reason you should be going into debt for knowledge. Um, I come on here every day, Monday through Friday, and I give people wisdom for free. I say, here's something I learned from people who are smarter than me today, and I think it would be beneficial to you pay me what you think it's worth. If someone came on here and paid me $40,000, $50,000 for that advice, which is what colleges are asking for, um, I probably wouldn't accept it because that's not right. It, it's an inflated price. Um, the exception I would make is if I taught about conversion rate optimization and a billionaire used it to make his funnel more effective, then I might accept it. Uh, a college is not producing that much value. It is not worth that much value. And all the knowledge that you can get from a college is available online for free in a better format that is raced on the free market. So they actually have to produce real value. They don't have a captive audience of people that are indebted to them. So if you can avoid college, do it. Do not go there. It is a bad, bad place. Um, thank you very much for the share. What's for What for a reading? Alban, all you have to do is share the stream. When you do, you help me reach more people, and I give you a paid three-card reading for free. Um, that's it. So, sorry, we went on a little tangent there. So the final step is, the future here is the seven of spades. This is about gaining wisdom and becoming confident in this new thing that we're learning and growing in our confidence of our wisdom. Learn and grow. If you can learn and you can grow, it's going to be the way to go. And also, I'm sorry, just as a side note, trade schools, not included in that. Trade schools, crush. So if there's like a nursing trade school, that's going to be way better for you than in college. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> the Seven of Spades is about confidence in your wisdom, gaining information, um, learning new things that are going to be beneficial for you, and gaining knowledge. So the way to go through this particular situation here where you're starting something new is to learn from it. And as I said, let's not go into crazy debt here. This is not the crazy debt is not a good thing to be going into ever. And wisdom is available at a library for free. It's available for free here on Ask a Wizard. It's available on YouTube for free. It's available on Google. Um, I mean, obviously you have to have an internet connection, but more or less uh, knowledge is not what you're paying for. There's a sea of knowledge. Um, what I do as a wizard is there's a sea of knowledge. And, you know, if you went up to a fisherman and he was like, I'll sell you a fish for $10. And I sold you a fish for $10. 
And then you're like, sweet, where's my fish? It's like, oh, it's out in the ocean. That's like Google, okay? So there's, there is the knowledge out there. There are the fish out there in Google. However, what I do as a wizard is I simply go and catch the fish, prepare it for you, and sell you the fish for $10 and say, here's your fish, and uh, get their advice. And there goes my internet, so let's kick it into second mode. <laughs> Lost the internet there. Uh, but that is the three-card reading I have for you today. I hope that that was beneficial for you, Amanda, and gave you some insights. Let me know in the comments below if that was what the information you were looking for. Do-do-do-do-do. Kali says, awesome. And I agree 100%. Awesome. Alaban says, done. I should start writing you guys down so I don't forget. Uh, the next reading we have is for Sally. Sally, are you here? below can you make a noise for me sally do 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 sally right here what would you like a reading about sally let me know in the comments below what you'd like to get a reading regarding um sally says laugh out loud sorry caps lock oh sally i thought you were just really happy to get your reading that's all right that's fine I'll just take back some of my joy. It's all right. <laughs> Albin is looking for a reading. Well, that's weird. I think the power just went out. <laughs> Half of my house. What in the world? And then Kali. Let's get Kali on here. Thank you so much. Very beneficial. No problem, Amanda. And Sally is looking for general wisdom. Let me go and make sure I didn't just blow a fuse with all of these electronics <laughs> one second i'll be right back rob says hi there from one wizard to another welcome rob welcome And I'm back. I don't know what that was. That was weird. Like two, like my fan and my TV just both went out at the same time and then they kicked back in. That was weird. All right. Sally is looking for general wisdom. All right, Sally. Rob says, hi, from one wizard to another. Awesome, Rob. What, uh, are you a wizard of some sort? Let me know in the comments below. I'd like to get to know you. There aren't many of us left. We're a dying breed because of the uh, infiltration of our art. First they came for the wizards, then they came for the comedians, then they come for you all. So keep that light, bro. Whoa, what the heck was that? Keep that light, keep that light glowing? What, what, I can't remember the quote. What is the quote that they say? Uh, with the Olympic, the Olympic torch. Can't remember it. Oh well, you know what I'm trying to say. Keep it going. Keep strong. Stay strong. We're the wizards. We cannot die. We will never lose. We will win because we are the wizards. We may lose the battle, but we will not lose the war because we are on the winning team, the team of Jesus Christ. It isn't the end if it isn't good because the end is good. And in the end, we win. Yes, I am. Yes, there is no other wizards I know. I know. <laughs> We're, well, there's a ton of wizards. They're just all selling out and making a bunch of money manipulating people and just terrible terrible 
oh yeah, let's abandon Logan and replace it with our idea of truth. Yay! Just, ugh, sick. Just disgusting. Hey, what if instead of telling the truth, you just say our political message and we pay you 50 grand a month? It's, just, it's nasty. Nasty stuff. I hate it. All right, Sally, let's get your general reading going. Now that I'm all fired up. <laughs> wow. All right, Sally. All right. Wow. Sally, a spiritual woman. Spiritual woman indeed. Who does she need insight from? Hmm. Let's do something a little bit tricky. Let's try something extra. What I'm going to do is I'm not going to look at this one. I'm just going to stop at a card. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to leave it right there, okay? And then from the information we have for you here, Sally, I'm going to try and predict uh, what the secret information you need to know that you don't know is. I'm just going to try and read you and figure out what it is. Um, and we'll see how accurate I am or am not. And so far, my track record, I think, is like five out of six. So hopefully my record will stay strong. Let's try this out. All right, so the Jack of Wands here is saying that you are the kind of person who takes action on spirituality. You're the, not the kind of person who just reads their Bible. You're the person who applies the principles. You're the, the acting force. Now, if you're not a Christian, obviously it doesn't mean you, I'm, I am a Christian, so that's the paradigm that I come from. But this could be your philosophy, your spirituality. Basically, it's saying you're not just the bookworm. You're not just reading what you love. Instead, what you're trying to do is you're trying to act on your wisdom. You're trying to take your spirituality and utilize it in the real world, which is the real way to apply philosophy. Uh, Diogenes, as I mispronounced his name for an entire stream uh, the other last week, um, Diogenes teaches us that if you just write about philosophy and you don't act on your philosophy, you're not even a philosopher. So this is more important to him than anything. And I don't know if that's 100% true, but it's definitely, I, I think, I would find it very hard to believe Aristotle if Aristotle didn't actually utilize his philosophy. It just doesn't sound like um, the values there. However, you could argue, well, Aristotle's stuff's all predictive and works, so, and so... That's kind of the debate there. But this is still, this is a very powerful position to be in. And we see the three of hearts here. So this is saying a growing in emotions for you, Sally. So this is interesting to see showing up here because it's a three of hearts. So it's saying that this is in the early stages of emotional development. So while your spiritual level here is really high and active, um, the self, the, the, the feelings of self-respect and um, emotional self-confidence are still pretty low. So despite your massive success, you don't really see it as a massive success in your own eye. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm getting by, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I apply it. But it's like, you're not aware of the fact that most people, I'd say like at least 80% of people don't take action on the things that they're reading and doing. And so you should be more confident about that. And it does see that you're emotions are growing and maybe you're starting to realize that um but just bring that to conscious awareness here because that's a great place to derive self-respect is having rules having principles and then following them 
that's hard to do. It's even worthy of developing self-confidence, as Nietzsche would say, which is simply setting insane goals of difficulty and striving to achieve them and failing to achieve them is in itself an act of nobility so uh, or a noble behavior. So be aware that just because... So like setting yourself up for a really healthy diet and then one day you cheat on the diet and, you, you know, oh, I, I went out and had unhealthy food with my friends at dinner and now I'm all guilty. It's like, well, you still followed that diet for six out of the... You know, or what would that be? So three meals a day times seven, so that's 21 meals. So you followed it 20 out of 21 times. That's a pretty good accomplishment, man. You're moving in the right direction. Now let's just try and get it to 21. So just be aware of that. Don't, don't hang up on that one that went wrong. Be aware of all the other success you're having. And I think what you're going to see happen here with the 10 of diamonds, or 10 of wands, I'm sorry. Uh, the 10 of wands is about a completion of a spiritual journey. So I think what you're going to find out is while you're acting on these spiritual actions, you're not feeling the emotional value. And this is actually a perfect segue into the lecture because I'm going to teach you exactly what this dynamic is here that's going on. Um, because you're hung up on, you're doing the things that are right to bring happiness in your life, but you haven't completed the chapter on the things that are bringing you unhappiness. So we really want to, instead of focusing on uh, what can I do to make myself happy, we need to figure out what can we eliminate that's causing us to be unhappy. And that's what the Ten of Wands is telling us. So the advice that you need to know, the secret information you should know, the part where I start sweating because whew, let's see if I can get this, um, is patience. Patience with the material. Patience with the the grounding, the physical world. We, we need to, instead of trying to get happiness, which we're already excellent at doing because we learn philosophy and we apply it, what we need to do instead is be patient with that process and say, what can I remove that's causing me unhappiness first? Because that's a much more effective process. Eliminating things that make you unhappy so that you can fill in the spaces with the things that are making you happy. So that would be represented by the Queen of Diamonds. The Queen of Diamonds is the example of patience with the physical world. See how we did. Oh, can't even pick it up. <laughs> Queen of Diamonds, right there. Can you see it? Proof. One time I did this and the people didn't believe me because I couldn't see it in the camera because of the lighting. Trust. <laughs> the Queen of Diamonds for you. Oh, six out of seven, boys. We're getting good. We're getting good. Yes. Glad to see that that was accurate. And let me know, Sally, was that beneficial for you? Was that advice helpful? Let me know in the comments below. I want to make sure I'm giving you the wisdom that you're looking for and that gave you the insights that you need. Let me know in the comments below, Sally. And I think you will find that it was beneficial. You're already saying yes. That's good to hear. I'm glad to see that that was accurate for you. But if you can let me know more of the details now, because I think you sent that a little bit earlier, um, I want to make sure it was beneficial. Sally says, all right, question, uh, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Thank you. It's not as good as yes, but I'll take it. 
All right, that is Sally's reading. All right, boys and girls, now the moment has arrived for the midstream lecture. As you guys know, I follow the teachings or the teaching style of Socrates and Plato. What do I mean by that? I go out and I find wisdom that I think will be beneficial for you, that's going to help your life overall, and then I teach it in these streams. And I teach you guys that in the beginning right here. And then at the end of that, I have a paypal.me forward slash askawizard where you can pay whatever you think that wisdom was worth and make sure that it's also factoring in what you can afford. If you don't have money right now, please do not donate. The reason I give you this wisdom is to improve your life so that you can have the money to donate when you feel the uh, need to do so. This is what this is about. And so... With that being said, it does help me with my stream. You support my stream, and it also helps me know if I'm giving you wisdom that's beneficial or not and improve over the long run. So if you enjoy this kind of information and this wisdom, that is how you do it. And we are going to be getting started right now. If you have a friend who is into self-help and they're buying a lot of courses, buying a lot of books, buying seminars, all that good stuff, and they're not getting the improvements from happiness, or they're just getting a temporary improvement. This is not uncommon. Unfortunately, even though this is a $10 billion market, $10 billion market, the self-help industry is, everyone's self-reported uh, reports on their happiness are saying that unhappiness is through the roof. People are less happy now, despite a massive increase in the self-help industry. So where is the disconnect? There's a missing key. And what it is, is a category error. It's because people are thinking about happiness incorrectly. And so I'm going to show you the paradigm that I developed after reading Aristotle's categories on how to think about happiness that's going to help you save money by not having to go to these self-help courses and get more information. And it's going to make the self-help information you've already bought way more valuable when you start understanding the correct paradigm. And that is what today's lecture is about. So share it to your friends, tag them in the group, and then afterwards we will be doing more three-card readings. So with that all being said, let's begin. So what is it? What is the secret? What is the problem that we're running into here? Well, the problem is, and actually Sally's reading was very beneficial because this is a good case study in what we're talking about. It's the confusion of the following. If I ask you, hey, how do I become, uh, I'm unhappy. How do I become happy? You might think, what, what are some thoughts that you might come? And you can let me know in the comments below. Um, but for myself, what I think would be like, the, the average response would be like, oh, you need to uh, think more positively. You know, maybe uh, get some more exercise and, uh, you know, go to your favorite dinner, go watch your favorite movie, hang out with some friends. These are all things that you would do to increase your happiness, right? And that is the core problem. Aristotle teaches us about categories and how to think about things in their proper category. Now, what I realized was happiness and unhappiness are not inverses of each other. They're actually two separate things. The things that cause us unhappiness are not corollary to the things that bring us happiness all of the time. So what does this mean in reality? How does this practically apply to you? Instead of focusing on 
getting happiness to overcome your unhappiness, what you need to do is focus on eliminating the things that are causing you to be unhappy. You could almost imagine it like a video game. There's two bars. You have your stamina bar and your health bar. Now, your unhappiness is your health bar. And let's say your stamina can only reach to the max of where your health's at. So if your unhappiness is way down here and you're super unhappy, you can only attain a certain level of happiness because there's so many things causing you unhappiness. So what you gotta do is unblock that unhappiness and remove the things that are making you unhappy so that you can feel the happiness and gain the value of the happiness activities. So what a lot of people are doing is basically running on this treadmill, but they can never get past that initial point because the unhappiness is in the way. So what does that look like in practice? Let's audit ourselves on the four spectrums. So the first thing would be, uh, are we thinking in an unhappy and negative way? This would be the first step. How do we eliminate this process? This is through a simple method of alchemy. So uh, whenever things are coming to you, when you have a negative thought, uh, disprove it. You know, you think this is a terrible situation. Try and find a way in your mind to prove that there's actually a good outcome. Everything in the world is happening for you and find that information. So we're gonna be eliminating negative thoughts by going through this process in our head of taking that thought and thinking, well, really, how is this working for me? Find that answer. That's gonna start the filtering of negative thoughts and reducing them and increasing uh, your capacity for happiness by eliminating unhappiness. The second step is the physical. You gotta stop poisoning yourself. What are you eating and consuming that is poisoning your body? What are you watching that's poisoning your body? What content are you letting into your brain that's negative and poisoning the way that you think? What are you listening to? Are you listening to negativity? Are you sitting at home, sitting there with a TV dinner that you microwaved that's just crap nutrition filled with preservatives and then watching a flashing box telling you the world's ending, the economy's collapsing, there's a beer of sniffles virus going around, everyone's gonna die and you know it's all the president's fault and there's all these things that you can't control but trust us, trust us, trust us. If you come and you support us, if you do what we say, things will go right and you're just constantly being bought and you're eating these chemicals and poison. How are you gonna feel happy? You're staying up late watching the screaming box at your face while you're putting poison into your body? Of course things aren't gonna go well. Of course your unhappiness is gonna be high. So we need to get rid of that stuff. Remove it. Let's, let's turn the TV off. Let's open up some philosophy. Let's read some books. Let's read some C.S. Lewis. Instead of listening to the podcast, let's listen to some audiobooks. Go back in time when this nonsense wasn't around. Let's le learn some history. Let's go listen to Winnie the Pooh. You know what? Nobody... Nobody was like, I'm more depressed after reading Winnie the Pooh. It just doesn't happen, guys. All right? So let's, let's go and fix what we're letting into our bodies um, in all forms. Food, drink, sleep, sound, sight. Focus on getting that cleaned up. And that's going to reduce the unhappiness, which is going to allow you to feel happier in the long run. Hey, DJ. Welcome, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Happy Owl and Rusty Owl popping in. Welcome, welcome. Hey, Ashley, how's it going? Um, all right, so back, back to the lecture. So now we've, we've eliminated our thoughts. We've eliminated our unhappiness through the physical. 
And now we're moving on to the spiritual. So what do we need to do to improve the spiritual? So you might, we looking at the Sally lecture, we had the philosophy and we're acting on it, but we, what this would talk about is the unhappiness. So the unhappiness is about going and saying, what am I doing that makes me feel unhappy with myself? How am I, if I was a movie, if I was a character in a movie and I watched my character's life right now, would I feel happy and think that's a cool character? I like what they're doing. They are noble. They are doing the right thing. I believe in that character. I want the best for that character. Or would you look at them and think, these are the things that I was like embarrassed or felt cringed about and just like, ugh, really? You did that? Those are the things we want to eliminate. Aristotle talks about these as the virtues, the Aristotelian means. So this is saying remove the things that are our vices and move ourselves to a virtuous mean. So if we're um, too greedy, let's move towards the middle of charitable. However, if we're uh, giving too much, then we're just uh, you know easy to use. So we want to get right into the middle there and be charitable. That would be the virtue of the behavior. Welcome, Joe. How's it going, man? Um, hey, Wiseal. How's it going? I was busy with Kuana. There's no problem. And complaining about the monarchy and the royal family. <laughs> that'll, that'll do it. Um, and then so the final step is the emotions. And this one, guys, this one's hard. This one is rough. So... You got to be real and understand that a lot of your emotions, a lot of your feelings, a lot of your surrounding, they're brought by the people that you surround yourself with. And that's just a fact. And so if there are people in your life that are bringing you into negative patterns that are affecting your health, your spirituality, your intellect, you got to get yourself surrounded by people who are not like that. You will be dragged down by them. They, they say you're the average of the five people you're around the most. If someone is doing really terrible things, I would be upfront. I would tell them about it first. Don't just, you know, ghost them. Don't be a jerk about it. But be upfront and say, these are the problems. These are the things I'm trying to improve. And I feel like I am keep getting dragged into these problems when, uh, with the ways that we live our lives now. So if you want to hang out with me, I don't do that anymore. And if you're going to be doing that, I just, I just don't think it's best for us to be around. So that's the, the fourth step. These, as you know, all of these things are not things to do to become happy. These are things to remove your unhappiness. Once you've removed the things blocking you and reduced your unhappiness, now is the time to go and do the things that we all know to do to become happy. We all know how to become happy, but it doesn't work. That's what the self-help books teach you is how to be happy. As long as you're blocking it up with this unhappiness, it's not going to work. So what we got to do is unblock the unhappiness and we got to then take the action on the happiness. And that's it. That is the, that is the trick. Being a father, yes, there will be judgment regardless of who... who um, applying to Kali. I didn't send a reply. That's weird. Um, I don't know how that happened. Um, I'm going to have to figure out what's going on there because I didn't send a comment. Um, that being said, that is the end of the lecture, guys, <laughs> with a lot of ums at the end there, but that's it. This is, that's the process is the secret 
is unblock the unhappiness first, and then from that point, it's gaining the happiness. You're going to realize that even the most basic self-help advice, the stuff that you look at and you're like, I already knew that. Come on. This is easy. It's going to blow out of the water once you've unblocked the unhappiness. That's the real crucial key here. And with that being said, that is the end of today's lecture for today. Um, if you found that wisdom valuable, if you felt like that was um, something that benefited you or is useful for you, go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard and pay whatever you thought the wisdom is worth. And that is how you can help support me and let me know if the wisdom I'm giving you is beneficial. But please do not support if you can't afford it. If you can't afford it, I'm doing fine, guys. Wait until you're in a position where you can. Do not worry about it. I will be okay. And with that being said, we're going to move right on in to our second batch of three-card readings, personal readings. You can get a three-card reading right now for free by sharing this stream. When you share this stream, you get a three-card reading for free. So if you'd like to get a three-card reading, let me know in the comments below. And first up on the list is Alban. Alban, are you here, Alban? You have a three-card reading on the list. And then after Alban is going to be Kali, the legendary Kali. Yes, I understand there will be, but my question, what, I don't know what's, well, let me read up on these in here and see what we got. A uh, bunch of people popping in the chat. We got Happy Owl, we got Rusty Owl. Welcome, welcome, welcome. TJ popping off. How's it going? Um, Ashley says hello, welcome. We said hi to Joe already. Kim said, can't ask a wizard's Kim replying to TJ Kim hey 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 huh I didn't send it why is it sending messages under my page I don't get that uh complaining about the holy royal the royal holy royal monarchy okay uh I'd like insights on my relationship with boyfriend and if there will be judgment when he meets my father um all right Kali we'll do that when we get to your reading here being a father, yes, will be judgment regardless. I am not a father. Don't let that hold back to you. Oh, no, I'm getting messages up here. Yes, I understand. There will be my question. Really is should introduce them or wait and uh, don't want the drama. All right, let's find out. Albin is here. Welcome, Albin. All right, Albin, what would you like a reading regarding? Do, 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 do. It's refusing to let me reply. Oh, it's TJ. Okay, okay. I get it now. TJ is your admins are replying people. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, what is going on right now? I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, we've been having weird technical things today, so it's been an interesting time. Um, Albin, what would you like reading regarding? Let me know in the comments below. It's time for Albin's reading. Do 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 do. Great. All right. Well, now I understand. For a second there, I was like, you know, if this is the groups that are constantly trying to hack me and remove what I do, um, they're doing a bad job of it because this person seems pretty normal and they're just kind of commenting. This is a little weird. <laughs> is this like some advanced psy psyop here? Are they trying to like play the normal casual game <laughs> wow this is dumb new update i can comment as myself but if i reply to a comment it makes it, wow that's interesting i like it well i don't know <laughs> albin let's get to albin's reading 
I would like to get something on my economy future because it's crazy. It is crazy, Alvin. It is insane. You are right. You know what insane times call for? Diogenes. I think Diogenes is the philosopher that you need, Alvin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go wild. Let's go wild. No. Yeah, you thought it was going to be that one, but it isn't. You thought so, but no. No, you didn't. All right. Let's look at what we got here. Oh. Diogenes, the crazed hobo turned legendary philosopher. The man who saw Plato and called him out for his non-virtuous behavior. The man who approached the leader of the known world and told him to get out of his son. You're blocking my way. The Diogenes is the philosopher I will be trying to gain insights from for you today with these cards, all of them. Looking into the past here, we've got the Nine of Spades. The Nine of Spades is about an advancement in wisdom. So when we're looking into the past here, we're saying that we gained a lot of wisdom and we've studied and we know how to produce value. We worked hard and we learned a lot. Learned a lot, learned a lot, learned a lot. And then everything went, everything blew up. Everything collapsed. The economy is up in flames. Was that for anything? Did I learn any of that? For Was any of that knowledge worth anything anymore? I'm seeing it all go up in smoke. What this is telling you here is that you attained wisdom that is valuable despite the economy. You understand that if you can save people money or make people money and produce real value, that regardless of how the economy is, if you are a position where you can produce value for something that is in demand, you will always have a job. For example, if you're fantastic at sales, the economy can be garbage. It doesn't matter. People are still going to pay you because you are able to make them money. That would be an example of that kind of skill. <laughs> Uh-oh. Alban is giving tilted, uh, tilted, 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 angry face, angry face, angry face. I don't know what that means, Alban. I don't speak emoji. But let me know if this is sounding valuable for you so far. Now, walking into the present here, we see the Jack of Wands. So what do we need to learn right now? This is about taking action on our principles. This is about getting down to basics. What do I need? What is the minimal viable information I need? What is the minimal I need to survive and thrive? Diogenes would say the less that you have in your life, the less that you can live on, the more powerful you are. Oh, am on, on, the, on the spot. Glad to hear, glad to hear. So you've got this thing here, right? Where we, we want to take action on getting ourselves to our basics. Because if I can be self-sufficient, um, you know, Diogenes took this to the extreme. He literally lived in a wine case, essentially a box, in the middle of Athens. So the dude lived off of what people gave him and what he could find. So he took it to the extreme. We don't want to go that, you know, maybe you do, who knows? I'm not you, I don't tell people what to do with their lives. I just give the wisdom from other people who are smarter than me. Um, <laughs> the Jack of Wands though is saying, what can I reduce in my life so that 
if the economy goes so bad that I lose 20%, 30% of my paycheck, that I'm still like, whatever, I'm good, I'm fine, I'll take that any day. The more powerful of a position you can be in here, the more prepared you are for the future. And this is about grounding yourself in your principles. This doesn't come from business knowledge. This comes from self-knowledge, self-discipline, learning who you are, what you want, what you need, what you like, and what makes you happy. This is a great place to go. Um, I already promoted it earlier today, but the 16 personalities, it's a free personality test on Google, not affiliated in any way. Um, it's got some limitations. I, I think that it lacks some of the need for a creative element to it to really inspire people. However, it does give some really great data. That's a great place to start with self-knowledge and figuring out what you want. Because there are people who are like, I want the luxury lifestyle. I want to live big. I want to go first class. I want to live in fancy hotels. And if that's the case, you just need to be aware that that's your goals. You need to write them down, make them concrete, know what that number is. And once you know what your number is, then shoot for that. Don't go shooting for, I need a million dollars of cash in the bank. Why? Why do you need a million dollars of cash in the bank? You don't know. You know, just, If you go and you collect a bunch of... Uh, freaking cats, crazy cat lady. People look at you and you're like, wow, that's the crazy cat lady. But if you go and collect a bunch of pieces of little green paper, everyone's like, wow, what a successful businessman. Wow, he's so fa what a, what an amazing person. It's like, no, find out what you need and what you want based on your goals. Obviously, that doesn't mean don't have any cash in the bank because cash does have some value. I also talk about this in a lecture in more detail on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's, um, the Different Kinds of Resources by Ask a Wizard. If you type that in, it should pop right on up. Um, it's a lecture about how things are valued, but find out what your real goal is and then take action on it. Finally, what we see here for you is the future here, is the fool. And this is my favorite card to see coming up. It's This is the paradigm that you need to take to really confront the world right now. The world isn't falling apart it's not hurting you. It's not breaking you. The world is happening for you. If you take that perspective of the world is happening for me, how is this moment right now happening for me? That's a powerful paradigm where you're going to look for the opportunities in the situation that you would otherwise ignore. This is the beginning of a new journey. You are the hero on your story. The world has been plague-ridden. The economy has been burnt down. And Albin the hero begins his journey today, standing about this apocalyptic scenario, ready to fight, ready to win, ready to take action. He can survive on the most basic of needs, and he's got the wisdom to produce value. And so now is the beginning of his journey, his hero's journey, where he's going to find obstacles. Things are going to be tough, but you're going to learn, you're going to grow, and you're going to overcome. And through that hero's journey, you're going to slay the dragon, get the gold, and bring it back to the people, man. This is the beginning of your journey. So that is the three-card reading I have for you today, and I hope that it gives you some wisdom. And let me know in the comments below if you found that beneficial today. Alban. Hello, pretty. How's it going? <laughs> that's an interesting name. I like it. Your name is a built-in compliment. Everyone sees it like, oh, that's pretty. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a beautiful idea. Gosh, I wish my parents had thought of that. That would have been a great one. Just call me cool. What's his name? Oh, that's the cool. That's cool over there. <laughs>
God, I can't think of anything less to describe me than cool. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would not, would not be a cool person. Um, I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard who reads books and does magic. But I can't think of anything less cool than that. Albin says, wow, crazy on the spot. I'm glad to hear it, Albin. I'm glad to hear that that was beneficial for you. I'm glad to hear that it gave you some insights. And now we're moving on to the legendary Kali. Kali, are you here? It's time for you. Poe had a great song called Hey Pretty. Oh, nice. Like Edgar Allan Poe? That's legit. Dude. Did it involve a raven? It always involves a freaking raven. <laughs> or that one. Oh, what was that terrible one where he's just bedridden? The entire book or the entire story of Poe is just this sick, bedridden person suffering. And that's just the entire thing. There's nothing else. It's just like, you want to hear a scary story? Suffering from sickness. And you're like, oh, I guess that is pretty awful. Thanks, Mr. Poe. <laughs> Yesterday I told my brother exactly the same words. The world is working for me. Yes, Alvin. Yes. Definitely. And, and definitely, but make sure you don't just go and... Gary V it and just be like, I'm going to grind through the system, bro, man. Make sure that you got a plan. Make sure that you got strategy. Copy what is working for people. Go listen to my podcast. I have some lectures that teach you how to, it's the four-step process to do everything better. Make sure you're following that. If you're going to do anything new, make sure you're doing that. That's going to make sure that whatever you do, you're following a framework that'll work. It's about finding people who've succeeded. They're in the same personality type as you finding out what the key principles are, following that as a framework, tracking your data, and then going and reflecting on the data and using it to improve your system. So just, just be aware of that. Should I introduce my boyfriend or to my family, a.k.a. my father? All right, Kali, by the way, is getting her reading next. Let's do this. Pretty, lovely energy. Thank you, pretty. Uh, should I introduce my boyfriend to my family uh, A-A-K-A, my father, or wait, don't want drama and judgmental opinions. All right, Kali, well, um, yeah, I think Socrates, Socrates wants to have a hand with you. All right, all right, Socrates is a man of questions, so be prepared, be prepared, Kali. I don't even know if we need cards, but, well, Kali, let's start off this little Socratic reading, shall we? This could get intense, Kali. So if at any point you're like, ah, this is a little too personal, let's do it in the DMs, let me know. All right. But Kali, why are you worried? Is there something that you're concerned about? Is there any reasons for this? Maybe, like, what, what is your intuition telling you that's saying there's going to be a conflict here? Uh, Albin, thank you for checking out. Make sure you go to the uh, Apple Ice uh, Apple Store for Ask a Wizard. You can get the podcast there or on Spotify or like 10 other platforms as well. Well, <laughs> TJ says he's pulling out Aristotle. No, no, I'm going with Socrates. And get a reading. If you'd like a free reading, simply share this video publicly and get a reading. Yes, thank you very much. I'm ready to, I'm ready to ahead. Uh, so what is it exactly, Kali? What do you think? is causing the problem. What do you 
Why are you worried? What are you concerned about? Because it seems like there's something that you're you're not feeling concerned for no reason. Because like if if he was if your boyfriend was Mr. Perfect, right? You know, and bring him in. My father will judge him without knowing him well. So is there anything about him on the outset that would immediately cause judgment? Or is this something that your your father's done in the past and that's why you think it? Or what makes you think, what is it outwardly about him? Because I feel like, gosh, how am I going to say this without getting a bunch of trolls? <laughs> I, I've dated quite a few people, okay, in, in my life. And I've never once had a problem with meeting someone's parents, ever. And I, I've done that scores of times. So why, and, you know, because I, I go in, I, I dress well, I am polite, I'm kind, I tell them that I respect them, because I do, and I, I make sure that they're aware of that. And the, the worst I've ever gotten is, like, take care of her, because if anything happens to her, I'm coming after you. And I tell them, good, that's what I want you to do. <laughs> I, want, I like that accountability because I, I agree. Um, so that's the, the question here is, is there something that he's doing that makes you think he will immediately get judged? My father will judge. No, just old habits coming from my dad. Okay, but that should only matter if your father notices things that you haven't. I have a daughter. Yes, he will. But that should only matter if your father notices things that you haven't. So is this something that maybe you could perhaps work out through? Um, and by the way, the reason we're not using the cards right now is uh, I'm feeling like the Socratic method is better here just for asking questions. However, we can do a card reading at the end here. But I think we're going to get more insights this way. Um, so is this something that you could prep your boyfriend for and your dad? Letting him know, hey, hey, dad, you know, I know that you love me and want to protect me and you, you really care about me. This guy means a lot to me. And I know that it's it, obviously you need to let him know that you're going to protect me and be safe. And I, I appreciate that because you're my father and I really appreciate that. Um, but, you know, can we not be a little too, not too aggressive? Maybe we could tone it down just a bit because, you know, I really like this guy. He really means a lot to me. I really care about him. And I just, I, I want to, I want to make sure that he likes not just me, but my family, because you're important to me. You're my family. I love you and you're my father. And so I want a relationship where he can be uh, part of our family too. So that's where you can go with the father. And then with your brother or brother, my God, uh, my apologies, uh, your boyfriend, you can go to him and say, uh, you know, hey, my dad's pretty strict, he's really rough, just kind of, let's be prepared for it, let's treat it like a game, let's have some fun, please be respectful, he's, he's a little rough, I, I had some bad experiences in the past, so he's very protective, um, and so you can kind of prep both people on both sides, adjusting for the, the approach, would, would something like that work, do you think? Don't them to collide... Hey, Angel, may I get a general reading? Pretty? Yes, you can, pretty. If you share the stream, you get a three-card reading for free. Or you can go to paypal.me and uh, forward slash askawizard and pay whatever you think a reading is worth. Those are the ways to get readings, pretty. My boyfriend is really reserved, and I just don't them to collide. My father and I don't have the best relationship as a father and daughter. Yes, I've told my boyfriend about my dad. All right. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. TJ's right. Yeah, you don't want to... Uh, you wouldn't want to be having this conversation in front of your boyfriend. That would be emasculating, and he would probably not... If, if it was me, I would probably break up <laughs> If a girl tried to do that in front of her father, I, I would probably break up with her on that point, because that's just not right. Um, yeah, my boyfriend is definitely respectful, and we love each other very much. Great. So, yeah, I, I think... I think the approach really here is making sure that there's that your your boyfriend's prepped and then making sure your dad is prepped too. But framing it, you have to appeal because what happens a lot is that you're going to come in and talk about me, 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 me. And your dad's going to just give the exact same response of, oh, it's just another guy that she's followed head over heels for. Oh, oh, oh. and that's what he's going to read the response. And so he's going to go into the same patterns of behavior. What you need to do is let him know the value of why you're approaching him is because you care about him and his love and his support and his kindness and what he is going to be as a part of your life. If you factor all that in, because think about why he's afraid. He doesn't want to lose you. He loves you. You're his daughter, okay? He doesn't want to lose you. And so when you bring someone in, what he sees is a threat to losing you. So you need to tell him, hey, the reason I want you to be um, less aggressive here is because I want you in my life and I want him in my life. I want both. So let's make this work, you know? That, that kind of negotiation. You got to leverage. You can't sell. Like, it'd be like if I was trying to sell you, right? And I was like, buy my product because I need money and I want money, okay? Um, can you just, yeah, just go ahead and buy the, the Pop-Tarts right here. I'm selling you Pop-Tarts. Uh, just 10 bucks. I need money. That's really what it is, is I want money and uh, I got Pop-Tarts, but not cash. So here's my Pop-Tarts. Give me my money. You're never going to sell anything that way. That's ridiculous. That's a terrible idea. So what you got to do is say, like, these are delicious. They're very convenient. They're a tasty snack. They have uh, good flavors and a wide variety. They're uh, portable and easy to cook. Um, I don't think any of those things about Pop-Tarts, but those are value statements about Pop-Tarts. <laughs> it's definitely respectful and love each other very much. Yep. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I can see that. That's true. So, yeah, thank you very much, Pretty. I appreciate that. That means you're getting the three-card reading next. Um, so yeah, that's where I would go is, is approach it from both sides of the table, but also you got to be really honest with yourself. Is there something that he's doing that's making you think this is going to cause a red flag is like you meet is like you to meet my boyfriend. He actually means a lot to me. So please be nice. If you don't like him, call me and tell me everything afterwards. Yeah. That's another good one. Bottle it up. I mean, <laughs> then you got to deal with it later. Um, or you could even frame it as a better, if, if you want to go like the pro approach, this is what you do. You go up and you, oh my gosh, th this is almost dark arts. You're almost, this is almost bordering on the dark arts. But I, I think it's pretty, as long as you're doing this from a place of genuineness, don't do this if it's not genuine. But go to him as like, look, I really like this guy, but I recognize that, you know, I could be getting swept off my feet here. And I really appreciate your opinion and your feedback. And I want you to let me know after we're done dating. Let's not do it during the, the date, but kind of think of it like a, an interview. I want to know what you think at the end and let me know if you think, you know, is he a good guy or not? And if you come in at that position, I, I don't know of a man in the world that isn't going to just be like, oh, I get to be the secret agent who is judging 
the other person and learning about whether or not they are the right to my daughter. <laughs> no, it's, it's done. It's done. If they came with that approach, you're, it, it's, that's nuclear. <laughs> it's nuclear. Ian said that I wouldn't slam the door in the dude's face. Exactly. It's like you're gaining intel. What you're doing is if you hate him, you're in the background. You're, he's like, <laughs> going to write that one down in the memory book. Going to let her know that he was uh, disrespectful. Handshake. I found his handshake to be very lame. <laughs> Let's get one card going for Kali. At least. Kali, do, do you want the cards? I can do cards for you as well. But I think... One card here to suffice it. Now nah, we're going to need more. Let's get some more. Real quick, though, because we've been going a while for the reading. <laughs> and uh, Pretty is up next. Uh, I most definitely want them to be genuine in meeting and how they feel about each other. Yeah, but what I'm saying is make sure that you do these separately. You don't want to be doing them in the same room. Yes, Pretty, you are next. After we finish up Kali's here, um, we're going to do your reading. All right. So three things to consider here, Kali. Before we let you go, if you, I think you'd probably believe that you're utilizing him, the dinner would go out. Yeah, exactly. TJ's right. Um, so the Ten of Diamonds here is about a completion of a financial chapter. So this is completion of a material chapter. So what are we talking about here? Um, in the past, we had a lot of relationships that, uh, or not a lot, but we had relationships that didn't go well when they presented them to our father. So what we need to do is try and put that past in the past and address that past and use that in your conversation here. Use that in your argumentation of, I know I've had bad experiences in the past and I believe, and this is where the nine of diamonds, the present comes in. This is the argument, if you will. The 10 of diamonds is, I know I've had problems in the past and I've made mistakes. And I believe the reason for that is I didn't trust you and I didn't take your advice up front. So what I would like to do is get your wisdom from the material world, the things that you know about in this world. I want to gain that wisdom now so that I can um, have a good shot because this is someone that I really care about, but you're also someone I really care about. So I want to get your input on the situation so that we can build a something that could last forever or if there's some major red flags i want to know and so that is where this phase comes in and then moving into the future this is about jack of wands this is about taking action so this is about elevating your relationship this is all in the material everything's on the ground does he like me uh will he like him will he argue with it well, what are our principles who do we really what what are the core things that your father yourself and your boyfriend all share because if you can get those things going in a conversation, the principles like uh, respect, loyalty, trust, uh, protecting your girlfriend, protecting his daughter, those are probably principles you all agree on. If you can talk about those topics, the things that you're all going to agree on, that's the place to go. And, um, you know, give give your father the respect that he deserves. That, that really is what it comes down to is... If you treat him with respect, he will treat you back with respect. If you're honest with him and you're genuinely seeking his advice, you're going to get it. Um, and, and that's typically how it would work. And if you don't, if you treat it in this very respectful way and you get a major negative response, like a really, really over the top negative response, 
then that's also information and you need to take that into consideration and just be aware like I'm not getting a rational response here and this isn't beneficial and I am doing everything on my end that I can control in this situation and if I am doing all the right rational things and I'm not getting a rational response that's that's not a good sign that's where you want to start talking to your other family members and bringing that up and discuss it because that's a major problem if you can't go to your father with a rational very kind very eloquent it, it, it doesn't have to be eloquent i take that back you, you could be a stammering and stumble all over your words you don't have to be able to speak well you just have to you know, write it down if you have to um but if you come in a polite respectful and truthfully you get a really really strong negative and that doesn't mean he's like why are you acting like this is weird this is out of the blue why are you acting that's not what i'm talking i'm talking about blowing up on you freaking out getting really mad and being like absolutely not get him out of my house i don't ever want to see him. i've never even talked to him never looked at the guy get him out that's not good that's where you're getting an over-the-top negative reaction that does not make sense and isn't warranted and you need to bring other family members in to support you there so that would be my three card reading for you Sorry that went a little bit longer for you, Pretty. I know that you have a reading coming up here, and by coming up, I mean right now. Pretty, what would you like a reading about? Thank you so much for the shares, and thank you for waiting, Pretty. I know that it is, uh, that was a little bit longer, but uh, Kali needs a little bit of specific advice today, and she is a regular here, so we got to make sure we get the Parliament of Owls, the info that she needs. Thank you so much for your time and wisdom. Truly appreciate that. Took the time to answer my questions and gave me insight. No problem, Kali. I'm glad that that helped. Um, all right, pretty. What are we looking for today? Oh, definitely. Have other family members with you. Yeah, definitely. You, you got to have support. Um, spiritual growth. Ooh, pretty. Going for the smart choices in life as Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, Dionysus, Pascal. Not Nietzsche. Nietzsche wouldn't care. Um, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca. All would agree, the pursuit of the soul, the purification, the pursuit of virtue, the living a moral, godly, philosophical life is the key to a good life. So let's get pretty some wisdom. And who better to get some wisdom from than the smartest man who may have ever lived, the legendary Aristotle. However, there is a debate in my head which is answered by one question. Pretty, are you a believer in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? If you are, I think that Thomas Aquinas may be a little bit more valuable. But if you are not, that's fine. We will go with Aristotle. And then you can follow the path of logic and eventually end up a Christian anyway. That's me being a little smarmy, but I love it. I'm not drunk enough for dining. Dude, he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> um, but I have been calling Diogenes and Dionysus. I've been calling them the wrong name for like the last two streams and I keep doing it. It's really not. I'm talking about the legendary hobo turned philosopher. That's the one I'm talking about. Pretty says she believes in Jesus. All right. That is good. Pretty. You, your life's set. You're good. You're going. You're good. You got hope. Pretty, no matter what happens, you're a Christian. So if things aren't going well, you know what that means. We're not at the end of the story yet. At the end of the story, we win. So no matter what, 
all is good. Life is great. Now let's see what we can do in this momentary blip we have, this life that is a blink in the eye of the Lord. Thomas Aquinas. Let's get some wisdom. Uh, yes, there is. There is a god named Dionysus, who is the god, I believe, of wine. Um, and I was calling Diogenes, who is a philosopher, who is amazing and more crazy than Dionysus, to be honest. But I keep calling him Dionysus instead of Diogenes, who's a different guy. So it's a little fun. Uh, now let's get Pretty's reading going. Thomas Aquinas, what wisdom will we have? Thomas Aquinas is often cited as being the most intelligent person to have ever lived. Um, he is quite, quite intelligent. However, I do believe Aristotle is actually smarter. I think there might be a little bias from the Catholic Church, but that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not smart enough to see the difference. Um, but Aristotle's pretty freaking smart, man. However, Thomas Aquinas is a legend in and of himself. And wow, 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 wow. We got the seven, the eight, and the nine. It's not in the sequential order. Typically, if we got that, that would be a synchronistic event. Typically, weird things start to happen. You might experience strange phenomenon. We didn't see it happen here, but this is still pretty significant. It means that we have the makings of a very powerful moment in our life. We just don't have the order correct yet. Hey, Annie, how's it going? You think they were... You think they were a different guy. <laughs> Probably. Um, all right. So let's see here, pretty. We've got the seven of wands. So the seven of wands is about confidence in our spirituality. So looking into the past here, we see this confidence in spirituality. This is a founding foundation of our life. We know that we have God. We know we have Christ. So the big picture problems are kind of taken care of. Now what we're looking for is we've got that confidence in the principle. We know the truth. So what do we do to take action on this? How do we live out this life in this momentary blip we have right now? And that's so the seven of wands here is about a confidence in spirituality, um, knowing that you have that core principle. And now what we want to do is look at what you can do now. So what does it mean to act out this belief? What does it mean to live in this belief? The nine of hearts is about the attainment of emotion and family and community. So this is the nine of hearts here. This is a great card to see showing up. So what does this look like in practice? It means promoting the good, promoting the beautiful, promoting the true. That's what it means to act in logos. When you do those things, you are acting in a manner that is exercising the gift of free will and the breath of the Holy Spirit that God has given you. That is the defiant act in this world. We live in a realm of filth and gross and decay. This is the kingdom of Satan. Because you have this gift, because you have the spiritual foundation, you can reject that and choose to create and promote things that are beautiful, that are good, and that are true. And that is what it means to act in this world. That could be something as simple as having a beautiful and clean room in your house, a beautiful and clean house, a beautiful garden, growing herbs that uh, you can use for your cooking. This could be creating, uh, developing your skills in in cooking and becoming a better cook so that you can create 
good things in this world. Focus on those tangible, real-world skills. Don't worry about the world. Don't worry about what you can't control. Worry about what is in your environment and how you can promote the beautiful, the good, and the true. That's what you can do in the present to cultivate your spiritual growth. Now, looking into the future here, we see the Eight of Wands. So the Eight of Wands is about attain advancement in your spirituality. So which which herb? Uh, I don't know. You could go with... Uh, I'll look over at mine that Alex is growing. Uh, we've got rosemary. We've got basil. We've got mint. we got thyme. <laughs> sage. Uh, any of those. Those are great. It's about creating living things. It's about growing beautiful things. It's about making things that are good in this world. It's not the big acts. It's not the reading, you know, some deep, profound change that's going to strike you like a lightning bolt. It's the daily consistent acts of small, good, beautiful, and true things over time that compound into the Eight of Wands, which is advancement in your spirituality. It's the acting out on this, what is the smallest thing that I can do today to advance my spiritual growth? Don't worry about the big, giant changes, the, I need to go and spend 40 days living in a cave alone without food or water or something. You don't need that. What you want to do is the day in, the day out, it's the daily, good, beautiful, and true. That's what gets you on the path and makes your life beautiful. Because if you clean one and you clean another table tomorrow, and you slowly start cleaning every single room, by the end of the year, you will have a house that is spotless, clean, orderly, organized, and beautiful. Because you spent one day doing one thing perfectly, making one room perfect, and then another room perfect. And that is the process of true, truly following the path. Which herbs? <laughs> she says mint. Okay. No, it's, it's not a specific herb. I was just giving that as an example of something you could do. So I'm giving examples rather than, you know, the, the typical thing that comes to mind is like go on a missions trip. Uh, you know, uh, what you need to do is uh, quit your job and go preach on the street. Uh, what you need to do is you know, all these big giant sacrifices. And that's not usually sustainable or helpful. It's much better to consistently do small, good, beautiful, and true things in your life, like improving your cooking to help your entire family feel better because they eat healthier and uh, better tasting food because you learned how to cook well and to prepare food well. Um, or growing your own herbs because now you get to save your house money and you get to bring something beautiful into your home that tastes delicious and brings happiness to the family. Uh, starting a garden is the act of creation. That's what God did with us. And you can act out that act with a garden. And so that can bring a lot of value to you as well. That could be something as simple as reading your Bible every day. The, I'm giving you examples of things that you can do that are small and simple, but are still good, beautiful, and true. And that is the crucial part here. And that's what the, the, the argument from Thomas Aquinas would be. It's the small acts every day consistently striving to be virtuous that are going to bring you to greater levels of spiritual fulfillment 
I'm eating mint daily. Awesome. I don't know why you're eating mint daily, but uh, good for you. Can't be bad, right? What is this? Uh, let me catch up on the con. Annie says, hi, wizard. Hey, Annie. How's it going? Think they were different? Uh, Jesus is You think they were different? Um, pretty. I think you may align with my beliefs pretty well. Means... Your Jesus is Christian theory, Tyler. Yours is Christian. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is Christian. Uh, Jesus is the Christian. He's the Christ. He's the Lord. I'm not entirely just a comment. Don't worry. Uh, Which herb? Meaning mint daily. I love Jesus. I'm good too. Okay, thank you, bro. No problem, pretty. So yeah, that's what uh, the recommendation would be here is start small. You're confident in your spirituality, but we need to start acting on our spirituality. And we don't need to go big. We need to go consistent. And that's just as hard, but way more rewarding. So go consistent, start small, and you'll get there. And that is the reading I have for you today, Pretty. I hope that that was beneficial. I hope that gave you some insights. Let me know in the comments below if that helped you out. And let me know, why, why are you eating mint every day? Is there a reason I should be eating mint every day? Because I've got a lot of freaking mint, and I don't know what to do with it. Alex is a perfect testimony to a beautiful, beautiful woman following what I just told you and going from every plant she touched died just a couple years ago. Everything she tried to grow died to now having a beautiful, flourishing herb garden that brings us all happiness. It's beautiful to look at. It tastes amazing. It improves the quality of our food. And it's this small gesture um, over a long period of time that now we have an abundance of basil and mint and spices whenever we need them. And it's all because of Alex and her choosing to do small little things every day consistently to grow beautiful, good, and true things. Mint increases your immune system. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. So what you're telling me is if I have... Um, why am I blanking on this right now? Mint juleps. I should be good, right? <laughs> Let me know in the comments below. Let me know in the comments below if that's true as I prepare to start making one. <laughs> and with that, everybody, that is our last reading for tonight. I think that we're going to close up here right now. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. I'm going to read Aesop's Fable here. If we have any paid readings or if you want to pay for the lecture or if you want to just support the stream, paypal.me forward slash askawizard. I'm going to read this Aesop's Fable and then we're going to close out the stream, everybody. And if you have any questions, Q&A, anything about the topic, about the lessons, about the readings, let me know and we will catch them all up after I finish reading the book. Uh, thank you, bro. Your good name. Thank you, cards. No problem, Brady. Um, my name is Tyler. Uh, I'm from Ask a Wizard. You should like and follow the page so you can come on back. Mint chutney, mint tea. Mmm, mint tea sounds delicious. And it doesn't have caffeine, which I don't drink anymore. I don't have caffeine. By the way, status update. It's been like five days, maybe six. No caffeine. All the symptoms are gone. The energy is uh, gone. back. I... You don't get a boost from caffeine. It lowers you to below your normal and then uh, brings you back to normal. It's uh, not good. Yeah, I did not worth it. I cannot find this freaking story. 
and the mouse, poison frog, grown pitcher. Why am I missing this right now? Ah, here we go. Uh, no, it's Tyler, not Taylor. Love you, bless you. Thank you very much, pretty. All right, Mercury and the Woodman. A woodman was felling a tree on the bank of a river when his axe, glancing off the trunk, flew out of his hand and fell into the water. As he stood by the water's edge, lamenting his loss, Mercury... Oh, oh, we already read this one. Thank goodness, it's a long one. The ass, the fox, and the lion. <clears throat> An ass and a fox went into... Wait. We've, we, we read this one, too. Goodness gracious, guys. I am all over the place here. I'm going to need to start making a bookmark. So we'll be on this one tomorrow, so we'll put that there. Oh, now we no longer have this problem. A lion asleep, the lion and the mouse. A lion asleep in his lair was waked up by a mouse running over his face. Losing his temper, he seized it with his paws and was about to kill it. The mouse, terrified, piteously entreated him to spare his life. Please let me go, it cried, and one day I will repay you for your kindness. The idea of so insignificant a creature ever being able to do anything for him amused the lion so much that he laughed aloud and good-humoredly said, or let it go. But the mouse's chance came, after all. One day the lion got entangled in a net, which had been spread for game by some hunters, and the mouse heard and recognized his roars of anger and ran to the spot. Without more ado, it set to work to gnaw the ropes with his teeth and succeeded before long in setting the lion free. There, said the mouse, you laughed at me when I promised I would repay you. But now you see, even a mouse can help a lion. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. What a beautiful story. What a beautiful, beautiful story. I'm not even going to analyze that one. That one is just too good. That's it's beautiful. It's a fantastic story. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful advice. Any act of kindness, no matter how small, it's valuable. It's great. Yeah, I'm not even going to I'm not even going to try and inject any analysis because I think it's so transparently valuable and with that let's read up the comments here boys and girls pretty is giving me some advices on how to make mint tea mint and basil and lemon and ginger my goodness Brittany pretty I don't know why I called you Brittany pretty that's a lot of ingredients I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to step up the garden we got the mint and the basil we don't got no lemons and I guess we could grow ginger. We could probably grow ginger. I don't think we can grow a lemon in the house. That's a pretty big that's a pretty big commitment. We could try. Dwarf lemon tree. You know the thing is Alex would be mad if I brought home a dwarf lemon tree, but then secretly she'd be really happy about it. <laughs> Alright, everybody, I think that closes it up. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's stream. Thank you very much for coming today and i'll see you guys tomorrow i'm here live monday through friday at 9 p.m where you can get wisdom from a person who is much smarter than myself from these books 
and so much more. And I teach you a lecture every day and you can get personalized insight as well by getting free live readings by sharing the stream and that gets share next to your name, which gets you a paid reading for free, a three card reading for free. And if you want to support the stream and get a 10 card reading, go to paypal.me forward slash ask a wizard where you can pay to support what I do and what you love. And when you do that, you get a 10 card reading as well. So that is what we do here at Ask a Wizard. Make sure you like and follow this page so that you can know when we go live and get those free readings for yourselves. Sharda, you can grow lemons in small pots too. Not necessarily need to be a tree. Interesting. That's interesting. I did not know that. Well, if Alex wakes up with a lemon tree, you're going to find out. And with that, we're going to close up the stream. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great evening, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.